0: Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is here life today. It is a Friday. We are on episode 139. 139 and okay. Normally this is around the time where I would come in and I would talk about a little bit about myself in terms of how my life is going. No, screw that. You're here, I'm here. And I want to get down to it so badly. But I want to save it for the main event of the evening. Sanctioned by the LTC Athletic Commission. And (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. Did you see those trailers that has been popping off since yesterday? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, I felt like a little kid where I'm like, it's, you know, you ever had those moments when you were little and something exciting was to happen and then you get all giddy and you make a noise and you go, gah, 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 this is fun. Tr- <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was, it was one of those moments where you just think to yourself, you're like, oh my God, that's just, that's just so fucking disturbing. I, I I can't take this anymore. No, I was so giddy on the fact that we saw the Spider-Man Two trailer the Spider-Man two trailer for the p s five exclusively for the p s five by the way. and I went, I jumped on my girlfriend, we both saw the video, and of course she's not a massive comic book fan like I am, but that's okay. That's okay. you know, to each their due, to each their due, it was to the moment where I'm like, Holy shit, this is probably the best thing since sliced bread. I know I'm over-exaggerating, but I don't care. I don't care. You know me full well. You know me to the fact that I'm a huge, massive Spider-Man fan. And once I saw that trailer, god diggity damn, I got so excited. Then I saw 2023. And I'm like, womp womp. Ah, shit. 2023. God damn. But then, it's, I didn't get upset. I didn't get upset. It took me a while to actually understand and come to fruition where I'm like, you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense because there's a particular voice actor that said that this is going to be a massive game. And I've always said that it's so much better to not rush production when it comes to video games. Even though the spin-off Spider-Man Miles Morales was a little shorter, they did take their time with it. In a particular way. But Insomniac definitely knows what the hell they're doing. Now. Let me just stop here for a second. I'm getting way too ahead of myself. Because like I said. This is the main event of the evening. And. You know what? It's the end of the week. And I want to do another. Top 5 comic book content. Of the week. I feel like I should make it a longer name. So it could just roll off the tongue. Just. I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we are going to dive into the top five of the week. There's been a couple of other news that's been going on, including one where I thought, huh, that's interesting. And it'll probably be the first thing that I'm going to talk about. All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, you know what it is. Let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And I want to give a major shout out to my friends that's in Pennsylvania Because I am actually going to visit them next week. It's been a very long time since I've seen them. I think the last time I saw one of them was when we went to her wedding. And it was a great moment because they all got to see my, they all got to meet my Lazy Panda. And my friends in Pennsylvania are very, very close to me. They're near and dear to my heart. And I can't wait to see them next week. I know I won't be able to see everyone. But it's one of those points where I'm like, you know what? There's always a time and there's always a chance for everything. And I can't be more excited. I really am. I can't give out any names. But if they're listening to this podcast, I'm sure they're excited to see me just as much as I am seeing them. Hopefully. Hopefully. With that being said, huge shout out to my great friends in Pennsylvania. I will see you next weekend. If you're listening to this. Don't make any plans at the last minute because (laughs) it's a four-hour drive. It's a four-hour drive. That's all we have for the shout-outs. Let's dive into the top five comic book content of the week. That comes right in a bit. I want to start off by saying that I was very surprised upon this first thing that I'm going to talk about. Well, I don't know if surprised is the word. It's more like intrigued, to say the least. The first thing I'm going to talk about, well, let's do this correctly. For the top five comic book content coming at number five, there's been news. No, I'm sorry. I I keep on saying there's been news. It just got released. That DC Comics have made a deal with Webtoon Comics. And apparently, the best way to actually introduce the content for their platform is Batman. And now, we have a new Webtoon series on that platform. And I believe it's called... Hold on, bear with. Bear with. Bear with. Bear with. Batman Wayne Family Adventures, the new series. Webtoon is an app, and I'm personally not too familiar with it. I have heard about it before, but it's not something that I would go out of my way to actually go and read every now and then. I know it was developed, I believe in South Korea, if I'm not mistaken, and it's one of these apps where they have digital comics, as I said, it's that type of platform, but it tends to go more towards a younger type of an audience, or at least an audience that likes cutesy, young type of reading style. Like, think of, if you remember reading, if you were one of those people like myself that read manga back in the day, and I mean, like, Japanese manga where it's, like, rated T for teen or something like that, that's what it kind of reminds me of. And now, we have three, I guess you could call them chapters or episodes, even though you don't really watch them, you read them on the Webtoon app. And you know me, aside from Spider-Man, I'm a massive Batman fan. So this is something that I'm going to have to check out just to see where it is. Right now, I have the... I wish... This is why a part of me wishes that this was a video platform, because I can actually show you the pictures, but if anything, you could just Google it right now, Batman Wayne family adventures the new series on Webtoon and it looks decent I guess I mean I see the picture right in front of me and you see Bruce Wayne yawning you see Jason Todd at the forefront you see Damian Wayne uh grabbing his hair in a way and I believe you see I think that's Cassandra Kane on the left side I forgot who the guy on the right side is. I believe it's Lucius Fox's son or something. I don't know. I forgot his name. But again, this is something that's a little new. And this is something that I'm going to have to slowly get into. Maybe it's great. Maybe it could provide great content. And as we know, content in a way, it's what's important. It's different. It looks different. And again, I feel like this is gearing towards a younger type of an audience. It kind of reminds me of when you had those books uh, with Raven and Beast Boy. You know what I'm talking about? Those young novels that were made and created by Kami Garcia by or Kami. I'm sure it's Kami. Kami Garcia. Shout out to her, by the way. It kind of reminds me of that, but it's more cutesy. Again, it's more I don't want to say cutesy because I feel like I'm insulting the writers and the people that have actually made this thing. Nevertheless, I'll give it a chance myself. Maybe you can give it a shot as well. If you're a massive Batman fan, it's on Webtoon Comics. It's a digital comics format. You can download the app, and I believe it's free. Hopefully, there's no paywall. Hopefully, you don't have to have a subscription. Hopefully, there's nothing like that. But at the same time, if this thing has been out for a while and there is a subscription, hopefully, it's not a lot, and you can just get by it with no problems whatsoever. Then again, I digress. It is what it is. Coming at number four on the top five comic book content, we have Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is coming back season three on September 23rd. This news feel like it just came out of the blue because I just literally saw the advertisement trailer as I was watching YouTube. And I'm thinking to myself, when the hell were they going to tell us? Like, when the hell were they going to drop this bombshell? Do they know that I love me some Doom Patrol? Do they know that Doom Patrol is actually one of my favorite shows ever to watch, not only on the DC Universe, but on HBO Max as well, which is, is going to be on it? Do they know that I love me some crazy Jane and her 64 personalities, some Larry Trainer, some Rita, some all these other characters? Do they know that I am a massive Doom Patrol fan? Do they know? No, of course they don't, because I'm a guppy compared to them. I am nothing compared to them. But, you know what? I feel like I'm complaining, and I shouldn't be complaining, because it's only a few weeks away. A few weeks. September 23rd, Doom Patrol is coming back. Now, I don't remember if they're going to release all of the episodes for Season 3 together... Or if they're going to do it one by one. I'm most likely certain that they're going to do it one by one. Which is fine. It gives me something to look forward to on a weekly basis. It's the same with movies. You watch a movie every Friday. You have something to look forward to on a weekly basis. So it is what it is. And I get it. I get it. Some people don't like that format. Some people don't like the fact that. Oh why do I have to wait every week. When I can just binge the entire thing like Netflix. Yeah there are pros and cons to that. If you truly think about it. For one thing, it gives them ratings. It gives the stream ratings. You can watch it, and it's more exciting to watch. And on top of that, you can actually retain information and memory on a weekly basis. It's the same what I'm doing with Titans. It's the same what I'm doing with Marvel's What If? And it's the same what I'm doing with everything else. When you binge watch an entire show on Netflix, it's exciting, and you remember it for a short time. But then eventually, everything goes away. You can only retain information for so much, especially when it comes to shows that you like or willing to give it a chance to. And unless the ending has a strong impact on you where you won't be able to forget about it for a long time, that's that's another story, or not another story, that's another thing to actually talk about. But regardless, I'm excited for Doom Patrol to come back. Considering that season two ended abruptly because of COVID, I'm willing to give them a pass. I really am. I may be biased. And I understand that you've probably heard me in many times where I said that we should not use COVID as an excuse to end something at an abrupt. It it shouldn't be used as an excuse. I completely understand that. But I can also be the guy to think about the outside of the box where I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Production of any show or movie is hard enough as it is. And you can critique something of whether it's good or you can critique something whether it's bad based on the writing, the direction, or whichever. But when it comes to the production itself, I'm willing to let that slide just a bit more. I really am. Because like I said, it's hard enough as it is. And nobody ever thought that a pandemic was going to fuck everything up. No one thought of that shit. So, with that being said, I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm excited to see my favorite characters, Crazy Jane. I love her so much. I love the actress. I love everything of the show. Brendan Fraser. I can't name off the top of my head of the other actors, but they are fucking awesome. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Doom Patrol, mark your calendars down. Season 3, September 23rd, 2021, a few weeks away. You are welcome. Coming at number three, now we're going to go into a little bit of the gaming territory and then we're going to pull back once we get to number two. But first things first, coming at number three, Guardians of the Galaxy game. We have a date. It is going to be released on multiple platforms with PS4, PS5, Xbox, uh, Nintendo, whatever. October 26, 2021, five days before Halloween. Now, I saw the trailer. And I love the graphics. I love the fact that you have a lot more freedom to roam around as you see fit. What I don't like, again, I spoke about this before, but in case you missed it, I don't like the fact that you can only play as Star-Lord. I don't like the fact that the game is called Guardians of the Galaxy. But you can only play as one Guardian. I hope they change that. I hope that there is a... DLC version or some kind of in addition where you can download a new level or in this case if you're going to have to buy it god damn do you remember those times when you were playing a game and you beat the game and you can play it multiple times either on hard mode or whatever to unlock a special feature nowadays they are like oh you think you can have that for free (laughs) you think you can have that for free no my guy you're going to fucking pay for it God damn, what happened to video games? What happened? In any case, I did watch the trailer. I like the fact that, you know, the characters are new looking. You don't have to resort to I I understand that we in a way resort to our own brains where we want to compare the games to the movies. It's the same thing what happened with the Marvel's Avengers game. I completely understand that. But This is something new, and hopefully it won't be as bad as Marvel's Avengers. Hopefully it won't be as bad. And I'm... There is no way for me to predict how good or bad it's going to be. Chances are, I'm actually going to take my time to buy it. I'm probably going to wait you know, maybe a few weeks to actually get it when the price drops down a little bit. The problem with that is if I go on YouTube and chances are there's going to be something that people are going to post up as a thumbnail and then it's going to spoil for me. The same way I don't like my movies to get spoiled, I don't like my video games to get spoiled either. So it's a catch-22. It's a double-edged sword. You either wait And you try to avoid spoilers the best you can, which at this point is fucking impossible, especially with social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or whatever, Instagram, that goes all over the place, where people just hashtag this, or hashtag spoilers, or hashtag, you know, whatever. It's a catch-22, as I just said. And we'll see what happens. I'm probably going to get the game, probably, just to try it out, and I'm a... As you know, I'm a big Marvel fan. I mean, hell, this podcast, Volume 2, is inspired by Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. So, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of has a special place in my heart. And if you play a Star-Lord only, I guess I'll take for whatever it is. It's as simple as that. Regardless, as I said, October 26th, the game is coming out. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, go and see the trailer I love the music that they chose for the trailer. I have to find out what it is, but it's a type of rock music, and I love me some rock music. It's as simple as that. Coming at number two, as I said, we're going to pull back from the video games a little bit. We're going to pull back. Let's go into our lovely situation of what is going on with our Black Widow, our beloved Scarlett Johansson and her lawsuit against Disney, Mickey Mouse himself. God diggity damn. God diggity damn. I mean, there's really nothing much to say on this one. But the reason why I chose it as number two is because it piqued my interest just a little bit more than everything else. Apparently, news just hit. And again, who knows if this is actually true or not. But considering that multiple platforms have actually stated this to be true. Let's take it at face value. So apparently, before Scarlett Joe decided to sue Disney they tried to come up with an alternative. They tried to come up with a different plan. And it's been reported that she tried to get a deal with Disney for her to get $100 million based on her movie's release. $100 million. And how she came up with this number? Easy. Based on what the past films have done in the past, Try saying that three times. Past films have done in the past. Based on what past films have done, like Marvel Civil War, Captain, uh, I was about to say Captain America, Captain Marvel or whichever that made over a billion dollars at the box office. And they predicted that Black Widow was going to surpass or be close to $1.2 billion at the global box office. I'm going to take a little pause right here real quick. I, I really am. Oh, and continuing, Disney, of course, never gave a counteroffer, so that made her sue them. That made Scarlett Johansson sue Mickey Mouse. I'm going to have to stop right here just for a quick second. Because, again, and I feel like I'm two-timing when I say this, but this is a podcast where I do think about both sides' perspectives here. So I'm going to have to tread very, very carefully in terms of what I'm about to say. I still believe that Scarlett Johansson, and I'm going to repeat everything that I said and probably add a little bit more of an insight. Scarlett Johansson should get her money's worth. She's been with the company for so long, and Disney is a strong monopoly where they are worth billions of dollars. Therefore, $100 million is nothing to them. And if Scarlett Johansson has worked for that money, then she should fight for every single dollar that she is owed. However, And I've stated this before, it's nearly impossible to try to predict how a movie is going to be at the global box office when we have no way of knowing of what may happen based on what past films have done. Now, you could easily do that. You could easily look at your track record. you could easily look at your track record and be like, well, this movie did a billion dollars at the global box office. This movie did a billion dollars. This movie did a billion dollars. So why not my movie do the billion dollars? Here's the problem with that theory. If that was the case, all Marvel movies would have surpassed the billion dollars at the global box office. Every single one of them. And because that hasn't, You cannot say that your movie would have done the same thing. You just can't. You you can't. That's like me saying, oh, I'm going to win a million dollars when I play the lottery tomorrow. But my girlfriend decided to stop me for whatever reason from buying a ticket to win a million, this terrible analogy, but this is how I'm making sense in my mind. And hopefully I'm making sense to you. My girlfriend decided to stop me from purchasing a ticket at that time to win a million dollars. And then the next day, someone else got into that store and won a ticket and won a million dollars. So now I am suing my girlfriend because she stopped me from making a million dollars. I hope that made any sense. I mean, it probably didn't. I'm I'm sure some. I'm sure you're listening to this. You're like Garcia. That is the worst analogy that you've ever said in your entire life. That's how I'm making sense in in the top of my head. My point is this: you cannot project how good or bad a movie is going to do at the global box office, especially since there are multiple factors that comes into this. The factors being. Maybe not a lot of people saw it once and they realized it was shit and they don't want to see it a second time. Maybe the fact that the word does not spread fast enough and they decided, you know what? I'll I'll pass on this movie because it just wasn't good. Maybe the Chinese market is not as open to seeing this at the given time because of release dates. Maybe it's the fact that the runtime is so competing with other movies that are coming out around that same time simultaneously, even though that's highly unlikely because it is a Marvel film and Marvel, the MCU, is a huge enough brand where it is overshadowing everything else. That's highly unlikely. But what I'm trying to say is there are so many factors that can actually go into this. And you can't say Black Widow would have done $1.2 billion to the global box office. You, again, you can't make that claim. And there's no proof that you can make that claim. And I will give credit to where credit is due. You hear me all the time. I bitch about Captain Marvel because I fucking hated how the movie is. I hated the writing. I hated the the directing. I hated everything. I was so... I still count it as one of the top, maybe even top three. I was about to say top five. Top three worst Marvel films I've ever seen. But I have to put my biased perspective aside and look at it and look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Captain Marvel made over a billion dollars at the global box office because it geared towards women and children, families. They want to go to see the theaters to see a movie. Despite how bad the movie is, not a lot of people think like me. Not a lot of people are analytical like I am. A lot of people don't critique or review a movie based on the writing, directing, production, whatever. They see it as, oh, you got a strong female, she's a badass, I'm gonna go see it, I resonate myself with that, I relate to myself with that, therefore, she is awesome, oh, guess what, mommy, I'm gonna go see it again, and I want you to come with me. Even though there'd be no reason for that to happen, I'm sure they would happen at the very same time, but still, I digress. And maybe that would have happened with Black Widow too, maybe that would have happened with her too, Maybe. But again, (laughs) I'm going to keep repeating myself until I'm blue in the face. There's no way of knowing if it would have done those numbers. There's no way. There's no way of knowing. And now Benedict Cumberbatch, our Dr. Strange, comes out and actually shed not some light on the topic, but he actually spoke about it where it's like, dude, this lawsuit is a bit of a mess. This lawsuit is a bit of a mess. Because these lawyers are now bickering to each other back and forth, the one that represents Black Widow, the one that represents Disney, they're bickering at each other back and forth, where they're like back and forth, back and forth, where they're like, listen, uh, uh, you, you should be ashamed of yourself for even. I, I. I should probably do it as a Mickey Mouse, like, waha, you should be ashamed of yourself, and there's it, it, about the families, Waha! That's a terrible Mickey Mouse. I'm gonna stop right there. That's a terrible fucking Mickey Mouse. You understand what I'm trying to say though, right? I hope you are. The lawsuit is still ongoing. And it's going to be a while before we see any results whatsoever. But I predicted that chances are Disney is going to move on to a settlement deal with Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is pretty much done with Disney as it is. She's already done her movies. Her character's already died. There's really nothing more for her to do. There's really nothing. It is what it is. It is what it is. And what happens next? Once I, as I said in my, the ending of the podcast, once I know it, you'll know it. Simple as that. Now, coming at number one, the main event of the evening. Again, from this, just I was about to say this morning, from earlier, did you see the Spider-Man 2 trailer? Oh my God. The graphics are crisp the fighting techniques the the gameplay even though it is a trailer it's not actual gameplay it's actually footage hopefully from the game it is fucking sick it looks awesome the fact that you're Peter Parker Spider-Man and you can actually you know obviously we've already released the four mechanical arms before as one of the skins that you can download from the first game, I get that. But the fact that it actually could be a major feature, maybe, in, maybe it's Peter Parker's way of remembering how much Doc Ock meant to him. So there's that aspect. And then you got Miles Morales, who seems... It seems like his Venom Strikes, his, his uh, lightning abilities are a little bit more amplified. Because it changes slight colors every now and then. So maybe they're a little bit more amplified. Maybe you can actually have more energy to do what you need to do. You know? And of course, the voiceover is by Craven the Hunter himself. So you know you are in for a fight when you go against Craven the Hunter? What? Craven the Hunter? My God. But of course... Of course. And you got Venom in the shadows. And he's coming out with his big badass re-looking scary monster fucking love Venom thing. And he's voiced by Tony Todd. Tony Todd. If you don't remember who Tony Todd is, it's fucking Candyman, bro. Venom is voiced by Candyman. Not the recent Candyman that just came out. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Tony Todd... Candyman from the '90s, early 2000s, motherfucker, Tony Todd. And when I when I read that Venom was voiced by Tony Todd, I'm like, yes, yes, that's that's perfect. It's perfect casting because he has that very deep, raspy voice. Where where let me see if I can try to imitate him when it was like. <sighs> I can't I I can't match that. There's no way in hell I can match that. But you get what I'm saying. Wait, he's like, Yes, we will. Christina. There's no Christina. I'm, I haven't it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. I don't know what name he says, but dude, Tony Todd. Perfect. Perfect casting for this game. I don't know who voices Craven, but this game is gonna be awesome. What I also like the fact that they're actually introducing or possibly introducing the double team mechanic, which you've actually seen from Arkham Knight. And as we know, Spider-Man, the game by Insomniac is heavily influenced by the Arkham Knight games from Batman. So the fact that they're actually introducing the double team aspect, since let's face it, we there are two Spider-Man now and maybe there'll be another one. I don't know, nobody said anything, I don't think they're going to jump that far, but I think we're fine with these two Spider-Man with Peter and Miles, and hell, the black symbiote suit, I would love to play as it, I mean hell, it's a skin that we need, and I want to play as it. And, I, and it, it should be part of the storyline. And the fact that Tony Todd said that this game is going to be massive. Is why it's taking so long for it to come out till 2023. I am fucking excited. I am excited. Tell me how many times you saw that trailer. Tell me how many times you saw that sweet, sweet trailer. Oh my god. And you know what? That also just reminded me. I failed to mention that number one. You know, the number one spot the main event is a two-parter. Insomniac not only making Spider-Man 2 they're now developing Marvel's Wolverine Marvel's Wolverine and you saw the trailer if you haven't seen it go fucking see it the The trailer where no one says a word and you know Logan is just sitting there he's just having a beer he's having a drink or whatever and someone is about to stab him right behind him and then what happens he just choing, his fucking claws comes out and those claws look fucking awesome. It, oh my God, it looks awesome. I wonder who's gonna voice Wolverine in this game. Please, please, please give us Steve Bloom. Give us, th- again, if you wanna talk about perfect casting, he voiced Wolverine before, so he knows that character. And if you guys don't remember who Steve Bloom is, he's Tom from Toonami, he's Wolverine. He's, uh, I forgot the dude's name from Cowboy Bebop. He's, uh, I think Tentomon from Digimon the third series where they, he has the, the, the little, not a squeaky voice we he's like, uh, Tentomon, uh, hold, 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 time for Tentomon. Yeah, actually, I actually did that very well. Holy shit. Steve Bloom, voice legend, fucking legend. From the 90s all the way till now. Fucking legend. He would be perfect casting to be Wolverine in a video game again. I mean, come on. Insomniac. Just, you, Christmas is coming early. (laughs) Christmas is coming early. You gave us all these trailers? Give us Steve Bloom too. Come on. Oh my goodness. I'm excited. I need to calm down. We're at the end right now. We're clearly a little bit overtime. I'm I'm done. I'm done. We Christmas is coming early. I don't know when Marvel's Wolverine is coming out, but again, it's this. This is an exciting time to be a Marvel's fan. It really is. It really is. Also, side note: this was not part of the you know top five. Side note: before I go, Disney is sticking with Eternals. And it will be released in November. Looks like this experiment. Quote unquote experiment. With Shang-Chi actually worked. Or they want to avoid another lawsuit. Regardless. Great news. We'll see Eternals in November. And that's all there is to it. That's all we have for today. On this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Holy shit. I've I've been excited since yesterday. And I wanted to talk about this for a while. I'm glad that it's not late. And I'm glad that I was able to get this out. Hopefully, you ens- you shared my enthusiasm in some way, shape, or form. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. Hit me up. Voice of Garcia on Twitter and Instagram. Hulk smash that like button, that subscribe button, that follow button on Spotify and iTunes. Hulk smash that shit because it helps me tremendously in the long run. If you support me and you like me, then you should Hulk smash that shit. Hulk smash. Chances are I'm going to overrun those words. I really am. Maybe one or twice is fine. One or twice. Before we end this night off, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And because Doom Patrol is coming out, this quote is from Larry Trainer, the man in the bandages. You can't live for other people. You have to be true to yourself. And my reaction is this. He is absolutely right. You know yourself. Stay true to yourself. Don't live for others. Live for yourself. To the best of your ability. Upgrade to the max. That's all I got to say about that. Guys, have a great weekend. Stay safe. In honor of September 11, That's tomorrow. We honor the fallen heroes. We will never forget 20 years. There's going to be a lot of tears. If you lost someone during that time. I'm trying not to get emotional. If you lost someone during that time. Rest in eternal power to the ones you lost. Rest in eternal power to everyone. The first responders, the cops, the firefighters, the nurses, the people. Anyone that is, has that is helped. Helped in whatever capacity. To, to the events of 9-11. I salute you. I thank you. You will never be forgotten. And let's live now in their memory. And let's make our lives better than what it was. So thank you. And that's about it. (sighs) As always, when it comes to the news of comic book shows, games, movies, whichever the case may be. Always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Controversial or otherwise. Stay safe till Tuesday. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.